everyone, Miss J here. Today, I'm going to be taking some time to share my truth. Um, thank you for listening, and I would just like to offer before I begin a quick trigger warning regarding some of the topics that will be addressed in this podcast. So if at any time you feel like you need a break or would prefer to turn it off, feel free. Topics that will be addressed in include considerations such as harassment, violence, sexual violence, and nod towards mental health. Most of the time when you celebrate something like a graduation, you don't want to think about the sobering realities of potential doom to come. It was my high school graduation day. My family was around, enjoying our time together, celebrating with s'mores. My uncle came out to the backyard with a gift. It's for college, he said. I was both surprised and eager, hopefully anticipating some mildly eccentric Illini gear. A small duffel bag was plopped in my lap, and as I unzipped it, my palms got clammy. Inside was the largest array of personal protective equipment I had ever seen. This is going to keep you safe when you're away at school. You're a small person, and being a girl makes you a target. Those words rung in my ear over and over. I stared down into the duffel bag and picked up a hairbrush. When I yanked on the handle, it turned into a dagger like some sort of Buffy the Vampire Slayer prop. It absolutely freaked me out, but not nearly as much as the reality of how right my uncle was. Before my high school graduation, I wrote a research paper that opened my eyes to the gravity of harassment, domestic violence, and sexual violence in its many forms, particularly at the university level. The fact that I could be an easy target wasn't necessarily a misperception, but it was not the full story either. Research has shown that while disproportionately impacting women and the LGBT plus community, men are also impacted by sexual harassment or violence at alarming rates in university settings. An estimated 13% of all college students will be impacted by sexual violence and These survivors are protected through legislation called Title IX. For the University of Illinois students alone, however, that already adds up to about 6,000 students impacted. It was these considerations that started to fuel my passion for activism at U of I. My first week of school freshman year of college, I was already attending meetings for an organization called Students Against Sexual Assault or SASA. I eventually served as vice president and president on the executive board. During this time, raising awareness through educational facilitation events, collaborating with a range of campus organizations, working one-on-one with survivors, hosting events, protests, and rallies didn't stop the fact that I carried my pepper spray disguised as a pen in my hand whenever I walked alone at night. It didn't stop the fact that one of my fellow SASA members had the number to the college dean's office memorized to give out as a phony 
if she was ever harassed. It didn't stop the fact that each semester we had new members who were valiant enough to speak their truths, if only for the reason to ensure other survivors weren't feeling alone. In my time serving with SASA, I had the chance to meet Tarana Burke, the devoted activist and advocate behind the Me Too movement. She reminded us that the way to ensure we could keep doing the good work of advocacy was to find space for joy in it. The patriarchal norms of silencing survivors puts all people in harm's way. We all become easy targets in this sense. I never used my hairbrush dagger. I knew I never could. But during college, I learned about another powerful weapon that could also be a tool. And that's your voice, so use it.